Today's daf is daf Chaf Aleph, page 21 in the Heligam Mesechah's Nazir. And we are going to pick up from Lema Misayeyale. Four lines from the top of Chaf Aleph, Amar Aleph. And we're going to bring a raya, we're going to bring a, a brisa, which is going to bring a proof to Abaye's halacha on Chaf Amar which is that if somebody says Hareini Nazir, we'll call him Ruvain, and then Shimon says Va'ani, and then Levi says Va'ani, Reish Lakish says that it has to be Toch Kdei Dibor. Each one has to say their Va'ani within the amount of time it takes to say Shalom Alecha Rebbe. All right? So as long as you say it within that time, then the Allah of the Mishnah kicks in, that if you say Va'ani, me too, you're also going to be a Nazir. However, if it was outside of that allotted time, if it was not Toch Kdei Dibor, it was not within that frame, it was outside, it was 10 seconds later, a minute later, Somebody says, Rani Nazir, and a minute later his friend says, Hey, by the way, I was thinking about this. Me too. That's not a Nazir statement. You're not going to be a Nazir because it's outside of the Tochadei Dibor. All right, Rabarin, that was, uh, took you a while. <laughs> I was quick. Can I know her? All right, here we go. Zokti Gemara, Le Messiah, let's bring a Raya to Reish Lakish, is Allah. Me, Shama, Rani Nazir, somebody says, I'm a Nazir, Vishama, Chavir, Ravani, and his friend hears, and he says, Me too. And then Levi says, Va'ani, me too. Oh. So the Mishnah gave two people, Shimon and Levi will call them, who also say me too. But guess what? Vesulo, it doesn't say four people say me too, five people say me too, six people say me too. It must be that the reason why we're not including that is because the, those me too's are going to be outside of Tokhe de Dibur. Okay. Now, this is all with an assumption, you ready? And this is going to be the sugya <clears throat> that we're going to ask shortly. This is all with the assumption that the tochdei dibor has to be within the original statement. As opposed to the tochdei dibor having to be within the previous me too. Let me explain for a moment, because this will just allow, you know, we're going to ask this in two shilas. But when it comes up, when we say, when Rishtoka says it has to be within Tochadei Dibur, does it mean Tochadei Dibur of the first guy who said Harini Nazir? Or do you have to say Tochadei Dibur of the previous guy who said Me Too? So that's an interesting thing. But over here, the Gemara is assuming that it has to be Tochadei Dibur, the original statement. And that's why it only gives two people saying Me Too, as opposed to anybody else. The Gemara says, no. Tani ki You want our Mishnah to just keep going and, and talk like a salesman? Salesmen talk a lot. Okay? Like this and that, and they give every option and tell you exactly why you should buy this timeshare, whatever it is, right? Because you're going to want to come here back every year to the same place. You're never going to want to go anywhere else. Lamaisa, practically speaking, says the Gemara, just because we only said two people doesn't mean to exclusion of four. We're not salesmen over here. We don't need to keep talking about every possible option. The Gemara says, Well, if you don't need to list everything, why don't you just say one me too? Why are you giving two me too's? Yeah, if you could say, uh, the reason why I didn't list four me too's is because we don't we need to go so far. So that's the Gemara, that's why even saying uh, two people said me too. One me too is enough. Gemara says, But since at the end of the mission it says, If the first guy removed his vow, removed his Naziris, right? The Reuven, who said a rainy Nazir. As soon as he removes his vow, guess what happens? Every other guy, Shimon and Levi, since they said me too, to his vow, they're not Nazirim anymore either. Because their Naziris is dependent on his Naziris. And now that he removed his Naziris, your me too is what? Me too that I'm not a Nazir. <laughs> so you're not a Nazir. 
Once he removes this, hutter achron, achron, mutter v'kulon asur. Mechlal deikam tzay, which seems to imply that there's a middle person, a mishumachi katani va'ani va'ani. Okay, bottom line, bottom line, the Gemara is saying like this. Reuven says, I'm a Nazir. Shimon says, me too. Levi says, me too. Does that mean to the exclusion of a third person saying me too? No. Aye, so why do we give two examples? Because there's a Kiddush in the Seif of the Mishnah, which gives a case where if one, if one person were to remove his vow, the other one is still going to have to keep his vow. There's a middle person. So to help out with that case, we gave... Uh, you know, we, we gave three people uh, here getting involved. But really, in a Hanami, it could have, the, the, the fact that we listed two as Lav Davka, it could have been four. Hence, there's no proof that, to Lakish, that you need to Dibur. Mm. We don't have a Raya. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to ask the Shaila that we mentioned before, and that is, this that you have to say, me too, to Dibur, is it of the original statement? Or is the tochadei dibor of the prior person saying va'ani? Me too. All right, so here we go. Ibailuhu, they ask the question searching for information. Chad bechavrei mitfis. when somebody says me too, is he latching on to the, to the previous me too? And therefore, you have three seconds from, uh, Levi has three seconds from Shemin's me too. Oidoma, become a mitvise. Or they all latching on to the first. Okay. Now, the Gemara says, the Ma'inaf Kamino, who cares? Gemara's are very practical. And the Gemara's going to give an answer of even if, ready for this? Even if you're me too. It's a much deeper question of a tongue. Even if you're going to say me too is within Teichadei Dibur of the previous me too. Mm-hmm. Still, I want to speak this outside. When Shimon says me too to Levi's to, to Ruvain's acceptance of the Zeres. Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir. Shimon says, me too. Levi says, me too. You're going to tell me that time-wise you're fine, as long as Levi connected to Shimon. But is, Shim, is Levi latching on to Nazirus Shimon? Or is Levi latching on to Nazirus Ruvain? Now, who cares? Lemaynaf Gamina. Who cares if it's a domino chain reaction and each one's latching on to the previous, or if everybody's latching to the original one, who cares? Latfuseyu mezal. The nafkamina is going to be whether you could keep going. If you're going to say that everybody latches on to the previous one, matfisin loilam. This can go on for eternity. Yeah? If you have a, a 600,000 people, and one guy accepts Aziris, and then me too, me too, me too, me too, so then Beseder. Yeah, it's, so then it's all going to work. Well, However, it huh? also make a difference, like if number five gets his nether. Exactly. Right? One room, number five makes his nether, and now you're being dependent on that. Good. The Amrit Vakama mitzvah say, but if you're going to tell me that everybody's latching on to the original one, Tfei Mechtei Dibur Loi Mitzvah Mai. So then, once you're outside Tuchri Dibur of Ruvain, you can no longer say it anymore. Mai, what is the halacha? You're too far away from his statement. Hence, the Gemara is asking a very practical shaila. And now, for the remainder of today's daf, till the two dots, three lines from the bottom, we're going to try to attempt an answer. All right, we're going to attempt numerous answers. That's going to be the focus of the remainder of our omud. Here we go. Toshima, come and listen. 
I read another verse. Says another verse. Chaver Vamar Vani. The guy says me too. Vani and third guy says me too. Vesulai midi. And we didn't. We don't list a fourth person. A third person saying me too, meaning a fourth person to the story. Shmami no become a hudu mitzvah. It's got to be like we said before that we're all latching on to the first one. These sokadaydach bechaveri mitzvahs. If you're going to tell me that everybody's just latching on to the one before him, listen to Vavani. Why don't we list six hundred thousand people saying me too in a row? Wait, we're salesmen. We got to list everything. The same response. Says the Gemara, fine. But listen, Ichad v'Lashemina Kulu. Only say one me too, and I'll know even more me too's. I think Tony Hutter Rishon Hutter Kulon Hutter Achray Achray Mutter Kulon Asurim Echal Dika Em Tzoi Neshemachi Ketani Vani Vani. Same answer we gave before. So at least it's being structured a little bit differently. The Gemara says we want to give a case to teach the Adchidish of the center person, somebody else in the middle. Let's say, like Rabbi pointed out before, if let's say Shimon canceled out his Me Too. Levi's going to be cancelled now because his Me Too was dependent on Shimon. Mimela, we wanted to give that at a chiddush, so we, you know, we brought Levi into the story. But to keep bringing Yehuda, you, you know, Zavul and Dan, Naftali, God, and Gans Klal, you saw to that, that we don't need to do. Okay, bottom line is, we don't have an answer to the Shaila. How is it working? Is everybody who says Me Too latching on to the original statement of Ruvain, or are they latching on to the statement prior again? And the Nafkin is going to be how quick. You gotta go. Toshma, come and listen. The first guy removes his nadar. All the nadarim fall off. This means that when the first guy removes his vow, then everybody else, their vows are removed. But what if the second guy would remove his vow? I'm gonna be medayik that the other ones don't lose their naziris. Going back to the case that Rebaran brought up before. If let's say it's all dependent on Ruvain, and the Mishnah seems to imply it is, it says if the first one removes his vow, then Naziris, then nobody's a Nazir. What, what does that imply? Let's say Shimon were to remove his Naziris. Is Levi still a Nazir? Yeah. That's what that's the diuk. That's what we can imply. Now Shmamina become Sinon. If Levi's gonna remain a Nazir, even though Shimon removed his vow, it must be Levi's really latching on to Ruvain's. Naziris. And since Reuven still a Nazir, Levi's still a Naziris. Which the Gemara says, no, it's an improper diuk. Levi is dependent on Shimon. So why did I say if the first one removes his mouth? First means not necessarily, you know, Davka the first. Doesn't mean specifically the first. It means anybody who's prior to him, anybody who's before. And since in the other case, we were dealing, uh, you know, we, we gave a specific emphasis on the first one to make the nether. So too, we're doing that over here as well. Bottom line is, we have, again, back to our Ibailu, our Shaila. Are you latching on to, is Levi latching on to Reuven's Naziris? Or is he latching on to Shimon's Naziris? We don't know. We don't yet have an answer. So Toshma, come and try to prove from the following mission. Hutter Ha'achar. Okay. If the first one removed his vow or the middle one removed the vow, then Hutter Achrim. The last one doesn't have a Naziris. Because again, he was latching on to the one prior. Ha'achrim, Mutter, Bukul, and Asurim. So the last one's going to be Mutter. Uh, I'm sorry, Hutter Achrim. Let's say the last guy. I messed up the case. The last guy is the one to remove his vow. So then only he's not a Nazir. Everybody else is still a Naziris. Makes sense. Reuven, Shimon, Levi. Levi removes his vow. Reuven and Shimon are still in Naziris. Now, He's the last guy. But let's say Shimon were to be the one who removed his Naziris. 
they're still Levi connected after him. I'll say, Mitri. Levi no longer has Nazirah. You see that Levi is not dependent on Reuven, he's dependent on Shimon. And this is very logical. Chavar, listen, this is very basic, right? Again, the Mishnah said, Reuven says, I'm a Nazir. Shimon says, me too. Levi says, me too. If Shimon removes his Nazirus, what's Levi? No longer a Nazir. That's a Raya. Levi is dependent on Shimon, not dependent on Reuven. Okay? Very sensible. Someone says, no, no proof from there either. Levi is grabbing on to Reuven's um, Nazirus. What does it mean? The last one? It means Emtsoi, Shimon, the middle one. Since we say first, we may we talk about last. But maybe it's referring to Shimon, it's not referring to Levi. Now this answer is the most Mahudishdika answer that we have so far, because until now, Akhran we had a we had a first, middle, and last. And now we're saying that even the middle one in reference to the first one could be called last. Okay. Fine. Bottom line is we still do not have a raya to our Shaila of how to view um Levi's me too. Is it dependent? Is he latching on to Shimon? Or is he latching on to Reuven? We still don't have a proof. Okay? Says the Gemara, Toshima, come and listen. Try to prove from here. Titania, we learned in our Brisa, Behedia, explicitly, Hutter Harishain, if the first guy, Reuven, who said Arini Nazir, removes his Naziras, Hutru Kulan, nobody else is a Nazir anymore. Because they're all latching on to him, and he's not a Nazir that was removed. If we'll call it Levi, or possibly this referring to Shimon, removed his Nazirais, then Ha'acharain Mutter Vekula Nasurim. Okay, so this is going to be this Acharain, and this part of the mission is going to be Levi now. Okay, it's got to be Levi because there's an Emtzai. So again, if Ruvain removes his vow, nobody's a Nazir. If Levi removes his vow, only he's not a Nazir, everybody else is still a Nazir. Hutter Emtzai. Let's say Shimon is the one to remove his vow. So then the halacha is, Heimenu ulemata mutter. From him and onwards, I mean, whoever else latched on to his statement is going to be mutter. They're not, you know, they lose their nazirus. Heimenu ulemala aser. However, above them is aser. Shmamina achad b'chavri mitvis. From here you see that it's each one is going to be dependent on the one prior, not on the original statement, to which the Gemara says, we taka have a good proof. Okay, so bottom line is, what are we walking away with? Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir. Shimon says, me too. As long as Levi says, me too, within Kadei Dibor of Shimon, he's a Nazir. He doesn't need to be within Kadei Dibor of Ruvain. And then when Yehuda comes along, he just has to be Teichadei Dibor of the Va'ani of Levi and so on and so forth. So bottom line, the halacha, we paskin. One person makes a vow and other people are saying me too. That me too is mamish, like a new Harini Nazir. It's like a new accept, a Kabbalah, a new acceptance of Naziris. And the next person just has to say their Va'ani within the Teichadei um, Dibor. Okay, period. We now have Allah for that Shaila. And now we, uh, we get to the next part of the Mishnah. All right. The Mishnah said, Harini Nazir. 
if Ruvain says, I'm a Nazir, Vishama Chavere of Amar, and Shimon hears Ruvain and says, Pi kepiv usari kisari. My mouth is like his mouth, and my hair is like his hair. So that's an expression of me too. Okay. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Mishum Damar, Pi kepiv usari kisari, Hare Nazir. Just because he said, My mouth is like his mouth, and my hair is like his hair. That's an expression of Nazir. So I don't understand, but I'm in a lesser contradiction. Top of Chafal from base. Yadi Nazira Viragli Nazira. Somebody's my hand is a Nazir, my leg is a Nazir, Layamar Klum, it's garnished. Okay? Why? You can live without your hand, you can live without your leg. It's not ideal, but there's people who are amputees. Raishi Nazira, Kivedi Nazira. What if he mentions a vital organ? My head, a Nazir. Can't live without your head. My liver is a Nazir. Now, you can hear why he picked these two body parts. Yeah? Because what's the uh, main halacha of Nazir is no, no wine. Mm. Yeah? Wine affects the liver and it certainly affects your head. It says, My head's a Nazir, my liver's a Nazir. Then I raise a Nazir. Zerklal. Here's the rule. Dabarshen and Shambatliya by a raise a vital organ. Something that your life is dependent on. If you turn that and you use that as an expression of Naziris, then you completely become a Nazir. Now here's the problem. Our Mishnah says... If, Ruvain, if, if Shimon says, my mouth is a Nazir, my hair is a Nazir, you're a Nazir. Is your hair a vital organ? No. Is your mouth a vital organ? I mean, I, I'm not sure how you could uh, have a mouth. Uh, bottom line is, you could live without using your mouth. You could live without it. Okay? So, why, uh, why is he a Nazir? He didn't mention a vital organ. I'm Rabbi Damar Hachi. You're right, but he said like this, My mouth should be like his mouth, meaning I shouldn't be allowed to drink wine. He didn't, you understand? He's picking the mouth because it has direct connection to Naziris. Usari kisarai me from being cut. What Rabbi Yehuda is answering is like this. When do we say that, it, that a, in order to be a Nazir, you have to mention a vital body part? And that's when you're just talking about body parts. There's, you're not mentioning something that's specifically connected to, a, to Naziris. But when you're mentioning something that closely resembles the halachas of a Nazir, you're mentioning your hair. Is it vital to a body? No. But every... <laughs> that's the main halacha. You, you know, get a haircut, right? My mouth is like his mouth for wine. You're not mentioning a vital organ, but we know exactly what you're talking about. So then it doesn't need to be a vital organ in order for it to be an acceptance of Naziris. Okay? Beautiful. Next. We learned in the Mishnah. Harenin Nazira. A woman says, I'm a Nazira. Vishama ba'ala va'omar. And her husband says, va'ani mitu. I'm also a Nazir. Enai yochol lehefer. It's as if, ready for this? I shouldn't say it's as if. I'm going I'm to pause. We did explain this one. We learned it. Let's wait for the Gemara to explain. But she says, I'm a Nazira. He says, me too. He can no longer remove her Naziris. Now, the reason we gave when we learned the Mishnah was, why can't he remove his Naziris? Because usher for a person to remove their own Naziris. If the husband were to remove the vow of his wife, his Naziris is now going to fall off because his Naziris is dependent on her Naziris. And it's usher. To remove your own Naziris. You have to go to a Chacham. Can't do it yourself. And therefore by him saying me too. He's kind of forcing his own hand. 
to no longer nullify his wife's Naziris. Again, because if his wife's Naziris falls off, his Naziris will fall off, and that's us. Okay, so here we go. Iboilu. Now this Shaila also, similar to we had on Amar Aleph, towards the middle, this Shaila is going to take us for the remainder of the Amr. And we want to know, a basic question, this is really going back to Nadarim. The difference between, and we learned this, this shouldn't be too complicated for us, we're familiar with this, the difference between Hataras Nidorim and Hafaras Nidorim. Okay? Hataras Nidorim, to be Matir Nedar, is you retroactively remove it. Hafaras Nidorim, we've been learning, is Mikanu Lahabo, from here on forth. The Shiloh the Gemara is asking over here is, they asked the question, searching for information. When the husband removes his wife's nizirus, is he completely uprooting it from its beginning? Or is it from here on forth? Okay. A woman who made herself a nazirah. A friend here just says, Me too. And then the husband of the first wife removes her vow. So here we go. If you're going to tell me, now a husband can't do that if he says va'ani, but here her friend said va'ani. So he's allowed to remove his wife's vow. So if we say that the husband retroactively uproots his, rights, his wife's nazirus, that means the, the wife's friend is no longer a nazirah either. Because she had no naziras to latch on to. The friend of the wife, that other woman, is also going to be primitive. Yamra make his guy is if you can tell me that it's only from a here on forth type of removal of a naziris, so then this guy's wife is not a nazira, but asira. Her friend is still going to be a nazira. My, what is the Allah? Says the Gemara Toshma come and listen to try to prove whether when the husband's removing the naziris, whether it's retroactive or from here on forth. We'll learn it from our, from our Mishnah. We learned it in our Mishnah reading the Zira. A woman says, I'm in the Zira. Vashama Baila, Vamar Bani. The husband says, Me too. Ain't a Yachal Hefer. He's not letting her remove her vow. Vishokatai the Chabal Megas guy. Is he going to tell me that it's from here on forth? Lefer Leishtoi, Vuhu, let's her. Then he should be able to remove his wife's vow. And guess what? His Naziris will remain in play. You understand? This is Gishmak. Listen closely. The Gemara says like this Rachel. At 8 a.m., takes a vow of Nazirus. Three seconds later, her husband says, Me too. Okay? What's the halacha? I'm sorry. Let's keep going. At 8.01, after her husband says, Me too, the husband says, I want to remove your, your vow. Armisha said, You can't do that. Because if he removes her vow, he's removing his vow, and he can't do that, right? Mark says, one second. If removal of vows work from here on forth, so then listen closely. She said at 8 o'clock, I'm a Nazira. He said within the next three seconds, me too. A minute later, he removed it. If he's only removing it from here on forth, here's the chap, ready? At what time of day is her Nazira's leaving? 801. His me too at eight o'clock and three seconds should still apply to him. Mm-hmm. He should still be a Nazir. Again, because his me too is connected to 
a present Nazirus. Because she, Lemaisa, she was a Nazira from 8 a.m. until 8.01 a.m. She, and it was within that time that he said, me too. So says the Gemara like this, let's stop this. Why would the Mishnah say you cannot remove your wife's Nazirus? Because then you're removing your own Nazirus. Ask the Gemara, it's not true. If when you remove her Nazirus, it's only from here on forth, so then his Nazirus should be in play and should still be effective even after he removed her Nazirus at 801. You understand? Any is, is that being articulated well? Fred, you may want to say this again? One more time. Here we go. The problem of a husband removing his wife's Nazirus, if he says me too, is that by removing her Nazirus, he's removing his Nazirus. The Gemara says, if her Nazirus is only being removed for the future, so then when he removes her Nazirus, he's, he's not removing his Nazirus. Even if he removes her Nazirus at 8.01 a.m., he's still a Nazir. Because he said, me too, to a Nazir at 8 o'clock. If you tell me that his removal retroactively uproots you, was never a Nazir in the first place, so then Beseder, I understand why he can't do that. Because then he's removing a Nazirus. But if all his removal of her Nazirus is doing is making her Nazirus be a one-minute Nazirus, so then his me too is effective, and he's not doing anything wrong by removing her Nazirus. And for the Gemara, like, Gemara says, no proof. Maybe I would tell you that when a husband removes the vow, is Mayfair, her Nazirus, it's Mikhail Lahaba from here on forth, and maybe... He should be allowed to remove her vow. We don't allow him. Keep on Since he said Ami, it's not the Avaida. It's not that. Ready? It's not that he's latching onto her Nazirus and by removing her Nazirus, he's removing his Nazirus. Rather, it's as if he's saying, I love your vow and I want to establish it. And once a husband establishes his wife's vow, he's no longer allowed to remove it. Okay? And Mamela, um, since he's dependent on her, he's confirming her vow. And if now he wants to remove his, his uh, confirmation of her vow, then he would be allowed to remove it. However, the Eli, if he's not able to, then he cannot remove the vow. Bottom line is, we don't have a clear uh, proof. We don't have a straight answer. As to whether when the husband removes the Naziris, it's working retroactively or Mikano Lahaba. So let's keep trying. Toshma. Come and listen. A woman who says Harini Nazira and she sets aside an animal for her carbonai. So she, she's like basically sets them aside for Hektish. And what happens? And then her husband, within that twenty within that twenty-four hour time frame, removed her vow. So you hear what happened? She set aside these animals thinking she's going to be mechoyev, and now the husband removes her vow. If the animals were the husbands, Okay, what does that mean? It's no longer hektish. It's no longer hektish. Why? Whatever the woman has belongs to her husband, she never really had the right 
to make the animal hektish. It was her animal, Sachatas Thomas. So you let you leave the animal to graze until it gets a mum, and ultimately it dies. If you can tell me it removes the husband's removing his wife's vow retroactively, tape the whole every animal should go back out to Khulan. The whole everything just say retroactively, nothing happened. It must be when the husband removes in his ears, it's Mikano Lahaba. It's from here on forth. The Gemara says no proof from there either. Really, it works, works for a retroactive removal. And the reason why, when it's her carbonis, we remain, uh, the Kedusha remains in effect. Because she doesn't need a kapar anymore. So, what are you going to bring? A There's no sin offering to set aside. So it's like a case of a karma chatas whose owner dies. The meaning, there's no longer an obligation. That any time you have a karma chatas where the owner is not around to bring it, owner passes away, so we let the animal graze until it dies. It's, it's a, the Gemara is ultimately answering. The reason why we allow her animal to die is a zaitig alacha. It's a separate alacha. It's, 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 it has nothing to do with uh, with proving whether or not the husband's removal of her naziris works retroactively or whether it works from here on forth, we still do not have an answer. So let's keep trying. Toshma, come and listen. Ha'isha shenodra benazir. If you have a woman who made a nether that she is a nazira. Ha'isha shayse yayin. And then she goes to the she goes to the bar and she starts shrinking. She says, I'm an Azira. Come, let's celebrate that I'm an Azira. Let's go out. Let's go out and party. And she goes to a bar to start drinking wine. Umetama She goes <laughs> straight to a funeral. Yeah, she's Metama Mes on purpose. What's the case? What's the case? What's the case? If it's just a woman accepted Naziris and the husband never removed it. This is a regular nazira, nazir or Nazira that's transgressing. We know what the halacha is. You don't need a separate mission to teach me when there's a married woman who made a nether and she not, she's not listening to her own promise. There's no, there's no chiddush over here. You're not teaching me anything new. So that can't be the case. Elopshita, rather, it's obvious. The case is the hefrelabal. It's got to be. The husband removed her vow. So what happens? She made herself a Nazira. The husband removed her vow. And she goes to party. Or she partied before the husband removed the vow. So, the husband's removal is retroactive. She was never a Nazira. It must be that it's Mikana Lahabas. Here's what happened You have a woman who made a vow, she's going to be a Nazira. And she goes to the bar, drinks some wine. The husband hears about it and removes her Naziras. Ready? She's still going to get Malchus. Why? Because when the husband removes it, it's only from here on forth. She was still a Nazira at the time that she drank wine. She was a Nazira for a few hours. While she was at the bar, the husband hadn't yet removed it. So it must be that the husband's removal is working Mikanu Lahaba, and it's not a retroactive removal. The Shemara says, no, not necessarily. Really, I'll tell you, when a husband removes the vow... It's a retroactive removal. Now here's the question. If it's a retroactive removal, why would she get Malchus? She was never in a zero. 
He retroactively removed the whole thing. So she drank the wine, she went to the bar as a regular woman. What's the problem? Says the Gemara, since at the end we said, hey for the bala, if her husband removed the vow, and she doesn't know. Yeah. So she, became, she, made, uh, she made herself an azira. The husband hears about it through a friend and he says, no she ain't. And he removes her vow. She doesn't know. So she's going out to the bar thinking that she's a sinner. Right? What do we learn at the end of the Durham? Yeah, she's geschmack. She wants to do an Avera. She comes back. And I was like, no, it wasn't even Avera. <laughs> right? Your kid tries to uh, spite you. Right? You're like, yeah, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> Got to figure something else out. Yeah? So, and she drinks wine and metamimim. She's not going to be high of Malchus, since we want to say that Allah. So, top of Dav Chav Beis, Taninami Reisha, Seifegas. The Mishnah also uh, uses the expression of receiving Malchus, but it's not telling me uh, proof that it is removed Mikanu Lahaba or retroactively. So, the bottom line is, we still do not have an answer to our Ibailahu, an answer to our question. Tomorrow, tomorrow's Dav is going to keep going on this, and we're going to try to figure out that when the husband removes the Naziris of a wife, is it going to work? The hafara, is it going to work retroactively? Is it going to work from here on forth? Bezhem, we will keep going through the sugya. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.